Sometimes try. Hopefully. Hey guys, welcome to episode 5 of Between Two Couches. This is actually take 3. We had two failed audio attempts, our phones did not like it, uh, so we're going for one more attempt. Um, a question we get asked a lot, or questions we get asked a lot, is how long will it take me to achieve certain things depending on goals when people start crossing, particularly if they're new to the sport of CrossFit. Um, so Sean, from a weight loss point of view, how long will it take me to lose weight? So say if I wanted to lose a stone, how long will it take me to do that? Okay, so, I mean, it's all very subjective, that question. It depends on where the person is in relation to how overweight they are. So if someone is morbidly obese versus someone who has three, four stone overweight, that time scale is going to take, it's going to take them uh, more time for the lighter person than it is for someone who's got more weight to lose. And then the lifestyle changes that say that the heavier person would need to make would need to be kind of smaller, say, for example, stop drinking fizzy pop and eating bread and chocolates. They're going to lose a lot more weight quicker than someone yeah. who's got less weight to lose, kind of they want to lean out or whatever, trim down. But a rule of thumb is, um, what we kind of, the guidelines we give to people is about 0.5 to one kilo every two weeks, which works out about two pounds a week. Um, and then over the course of, um, is it 12 weeks or more? Hang on. I think it's 12 weeks, is it? Or six Seven. months? 12 weeks, um, about that you'll, you'll lose about a stone then in that, in that um, time frame. But the goal is to have a steady weight loss, not to look for the, the, um, the newest fad diet or fat burning pills or starve yourself with all these new fads that you're going to lose all the weight overnight. Mm -hmm. um, that's not the healthy way to do it. So the two pounds a week or a kilo or 0.5 of a kilo every two weeks is the consistent kind of weight loss you want. Um, so you can, you can keep the weight off and it's not going to pile back on when you go out for a weekend or you, you lose track of your nutrition for a couple of weeks and um, because it's not been a massive um, weight loss, it's been consistent, your body will be able to adapt and you'll actually get used to that kind of process um, and you're going to keep the weight off for longer. So long-term lifestyle changes rather than Absolutely. just that goal, just that term, Yeah, just that lifestyle, life, lifestyle changes and changing habits basically yeah. what it is, getting yourself into better habits, eating good food, um, stop having refined sugar, going for McDonald's, things like that, making small changes that you can consistently um, just implement over and over and over. So you lose the weight slow and steady instead of having massive up and down. There's so many people there to lose a stone, lose two stone. Put Six months on. later, they put three stone yeah. back on. It's because it's all drastic, um, like that. Fat burners, starving themselves, things like that that aren't long, -term. they're not gonna stand to you long term. And yeah. they're only actually gonna affect your body hormonally and you're gonna get, um, it's just gonna, you're gonna have to go like one step forward, two steps back in the long run. Okay. So that's how, but again, it depends on where you are. Yeah. There's lots of weight to lose, you take less time. If you wanna lean out, again, you know, it's, like, it's like fine tuning at that stage to get yourself in that position to, to lose that stone or half stone or whatever it might be. And Maddie, for somebody starting out in CrossFit, like people can consider a workout to, to hurt, like if they get into that uncomfortable place. Um, how long will it take me to get to a point where the workout doesn't hurt? Or is there a point? Um, <laughs> no, so um, first of all, when we say a workout hurts, it's not that we're actually uh, putting you through an immense amount of pain. It's just a little bit a uh, level of dis uh, discomfort that um, you feel during a very intense workout, but um, it's one of those things that once you get through that you feel better afterwards um, So a lot of people think that when they start out It's hurting so bad because they're unfit and then once they get fit it will no longer hurt so um, 
no matter what level you're at, um, there is always going to be some sort of uh, level of discomfort because as you go on through um, CrossFit, that you can get stronger and then you get fitter. So the more weights you can lift, the faster you can push yourself um, and everything. So there's always going to be that level of discomfort that you're going to have to go through. Um, so yeah, sadly there's no end, there's no end, end of uh, pain there, but um, you will adapt to it as you go through, mm. as you go through time. So. And I guess every session doesn't have to be, air quotes, uncomfortable. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it depends um, on what you're working on. Yeah, right? exactly. And then some workouts during the week might be designed as a test, so you're going to push yourself more during those. Other workouts are designed for uh, strength, um, cardio, so you're not going to be pushing as hard. So you're not going to come in here every day and be put into that level of discomfort. Um, in the pain cave. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't always want to go there. Like, no. That's not, a, yeah. that is, that's not always the goal. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if, and some people always they crave the pain cave, and by and or they always think that if they don't, if they don't, if they're not in this massive amount of discomfort, and um, that their session is, is has been useless. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's completely backwards thinking because you need to be able to move well, have good mobility, have good stability in joints before you can even think about kind of putting yourself at that in that environment or at, at that uncomfortable this amount of discomfort frequently. Because your body's just going to kind of rebel against yeah. it um, if, you're, if you're not if you're not prepped enough for it. So that it comes back to that same kind of concept with the nutrition and the losing the weight. It's the process you've got to buy into. It's a long-term process of building yourself up to it. You need the level of discomfort so your body needs to break down for it to adapt so it can actually rebuild, building rebuild muscle tissue, and getting fit, fitter, building lung capacity. You need to give yourself. You need to get in that level of discomfort to push yourself to that kind of. Um, to that level so you can actually grow and adapt and become fitter and stronger and healthier and all, all those things. So there's a kind of, there's a fine line between overdoing it yeah. and when the time is right. And that's when I find in a good gym and other coaches then they'll guide you say, okay guys, today is a test, we're going for it. It's yeah. a red line, let's, let's go. Or today, okay guys, today is skills based, we're working on movement efficiency and we're looking at doing perfect movements, perfect reps. Um, and that's where you need guidance in relation to where that, where you should be, and, and so don't feel like that. Oh, if you don't, if you're not rolled over in a ball after your every session, that the session, session, the session was a waste of time. That's completely nonsense. Yeah. And uh, in the fitness industry, some some people and some trainers out there, um, they they're putting their clients in that position. They're in the pain cave every single session, and clients come um, out of it over time, and they're broken. They get injuries all over the place, and they and they don't understand why because that's all they've been taught. This, if it, if you don't, if you're not in the ball on the ground, rolling around in pain because your lungs are burning or your legs are burning, the session is no use. Yeah, and that's for longevity of health and happiness and fitness. It's not the best way to go. Okay. Cool. Um, one of the goals that a lot of people have um, in training in general, rather than just CrossFit, but CrossFit, um, is getting a pull up. So, mm -hmm. John, can you talk to us for a minute about like how long would it take me to get a pull-up? But that was my goal. So how long would it take me to pull-up? Again, how long is a piece of string, you know? It depends. It depends <laughs> on, it depends on so many variables. We go back to the person who's trying to lose a stone, for example. If their goal is to get a pull-up as well, they've got these two goals, they want to lose all the strength, <coughs> and they want their first strict pull-up. The goal of focusing on their weight loss is going to benefit their strict pull-up yeah. because the lighter they are, the more capacity they have to do the pull-up. But then they also need to take a step back and look at the progressions 
um, of how where they come from. They can have good shoulder range of motion, stability in shoulders, and um, flexibility. Then they've got to work their way up ring rows and um, inverted ring rows. Then you've got your band pull-ups, creep the, the pegs up on the bands. Then you've got your negatives. You've got your then you finally get your your chin up. You get your strict pull-up, and then you try and string them together, do a couple of reps, and uh, like that. How long does it take? How long? How long? How long have you got? I mean, it, it, it doesn't, there's no set time, okay, here's a six week program, you'll have a pull up in six weeks. It doesn't, uh, yeah. it doesn't work like that. There's no magic, there's no magic kind of time scale or program that's going to get you that. It's, so, mm. so it's how high on the priority list it is for you. Absolutely. Where you're starting from, mm. how much time you want to invest in it. Yeah, and again, and a whole that, host of other things. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and people need to realize that with any goal they have, they need to be realistic about like that. Yeah. Where's the, where is in the priority list? Where am I now? And um, how much time am I willing to commit to achieving this goal? Those three factors are, you, you need to ask yourself those questions in relation to whatever it is you're trying to achieve, whether weight loss or your first pull. You can't just think, oh, I'm going to do CrossFit and in two months' time I'll be able to do butterfly pull ups. Yeah. And you're coming, from a back, you're coming from straight off the couch and you're 10 stone overweight. Doesn't, uh, it's not going to happen like that. Yeah. So, um, being realistic about that kind of stuff is, is important as well. And realizing that it's a process, and it's a journey. It's not a case of like a fat burners or the magic the online program, booty booty in 30 days or whatever. <laughs> whatever these people are selling, you know what I mean? Yeah. 30 days abs for fucking people going through a beat thing. It doesn't work. I mean, it's very, I mean, Instagram people are selling it, but like, reality is doesn't work. It's longer than that. So, uh, so Maddie, Sean mentioned a whole bunch of different progressions for pull-ups, like butterfly pull-ups. Well, it's probably the top end of the pull-up, butterfly pull-ups, uh, rows, and so on. Um, CrossFit has a whole bunch of different movements. How long would it take me to get to be good at all of them? <laughs> um, well, it'll take you about when you first start CrossFit. It'll take you um, a couple, probably three to four months to actually be introduced to all of the movements a time or two so you're aware of all the movements and what they are. Um, in terms of mastering them, um, sadly there is no end for that either. Um, <laughs> sorry Derek, <laughs> not just for you though, but for everyone. Um, uh, like Sean was saying, so you have your progression, so then let's say I get my pull up and then it's okay, can I string a couple together, then can I get my chest bars and then my bar muscle ups and go from there. And then once you have the movements and you can do a few together, can I then do them under fatigue after getting off the row or the bike? Can I then do it after throwing heavy weights around? Um, so there's lots of different variations and ways we can change it up so you are improving um, and getting fitter. But that's the beauty of the sport is that there's always um, new things being thrown in. If you look at the this year's Open, um, both in RX and Scales, there were brand new movements yeah. introduced. So there's always... Um, new things being brought in so there's always ways you can keep working and keep improving if you look at the elite athletes they're still training super hard because they don't know what's coming next um there is no end to crossfit you don't just tick a box that you've completed done. CrossFit, it. Done. once you get all the movements there's uh, always ways to improve and um keep moving from there so <laughs>